Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Monday morning. Hope everybody slept well. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I just closed my eyes and the alarm was going off. And uh, it was, when I'm struggling to breathe, even with my CPAP machine, I'm really having a hard time and tossing and turning a lot and uh, just loads of fun. So it's just so great uh, getting older. So. Uh, it's only got a, uh, this is my last year of my 40s. Next year, I officially become an old man at 50, <laughs> and uh, it is what it is, I guess. But uh, uh, anyway, it's Monday, and hope everybody has a great day. Let's see all we got watching this morning. Got Miss Jennifer Honeycutt, Amy Oaks Turner, Rusty Paws, Tracy Little, Brandy Boyd Young, Darlene Barker, Mike Hensley. So good morning to all my wonderful brothers and sisters in Christ this morning, and glad to have you all here. But um, get over here, and let's do our Pledge of Allegiance this morning. So I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Oh boy, guys and girls, it is, uh, you know, I tell you what, every time I turn on the news, it just gets crazier and crazier. It amazes me. Christy Leales, thank you for watching. Um, you know, they got all these idiots doing the smash and grab thing in these stores and uh, distilling, do what they want to do, uh, little to no repercussions. At best, they might get a ticket. Now, this is in California. I don't know how this would fare in, in other cities, uh, but, of course, we know California is the land of fruits and nuts. And uh, uh, AOC uh, saying that uh, that's not happening. It's not going on. When they have videotape of it. In fact, uh, the Walgreens are shutting down in several areas of San Francisco because it's gotten so bad. And uh, sometimes you wonder if uh, vigilante justice, if the law is not going to uh, be upheld, maybe it's time for vigilantes to don a Batman mask and uh, take care of business and teach these little punks that stealing is wrong. So uh, not advocating violence in any way, but uh, uh, just, uh, you know, I, I don't know where they were, what I'm trying to say, but it's just, well, I know what I'm trying to say. Stealing is wrong, and I like to get my hands on these little punks is what I like to do. So <laughs> I'm just trying to use my words carefully in case something was to come back and bite me. So, uh, but, uh, uh, and uh, Amy said we made it to the Cheez-It Bowl. Well, that's good. I'm being her are Clemson fans, and so uh, glad, to, glad to hear that. But it is... Um, uh, you know, not only that, and then of course uh, there's a article uh, that the local news had of Mike Pence saying that he upheld the Constitution, and uh, to me, I still think he was a traitor to Trump. But uh, you got all these vile comments. that just, you know, I see these these liberals commenting, and some of the stuff they put on there it just proves that they have a uh, a sick and mental illness. <laughs> I mean, just no other way to put it. But, you know, and then, of course, I was talking last night about the uh, the gay pride thing and the John City Parade. It just seems like uh, it's just our world is getting just more and more sick and vile and perverse. And I've just, uh, guys, I tell you what, I want off. <laughs> you know, I'm done with the ride. I want out. You know, I wish, the, I wish Jesus would return right this second. I've just... Uh, uh, just had enough. I'm sure you all have too. So, well, let's go ahead and look at our uh, verse of discussion this morning. 
It's Romans 8, 29. Romans 8, 29. Give it y'all uh, time to look that up if you want to. But it says, For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And again, that's Romans 8, 29. All right, my friends. You know, when you get into foreknowledge, predestination, a lot of people flip out and uh, get really upset and tore up about those kinds of uh, terminology and uh, don't know why. I mean, God's word is clear that uh, we are truly, uh, God knew us before we were even born, before we were even formed in the womb. And um, I don't know why that bothers people so much. I mean, whether they agree or disagree, I don't understand what there is to disagree about. I mean, he's God. Why wouldn't he know us before we were formed in the womb, you know? And again, that's a good argument against uh, abortion, that the time of conception, life begins. And it just amazes me when you see these idiots in Washington protesting and advocating to kill babies. I don't get it. It's it. There, you know, I understand that... uh, uh, you know, of course, they want to bring up the issue of rape, which is very rare, less than 1% because of the trauma to the body. Most time it self-aborts, if you will. And, uh, uh, you know, so that's a fallacy. But no matter what tragic a- incident that may come about, it's not the child's fault. Bring it up for adoption. Let it be born. Let it live. Uh, you know, it is. Uh, uh, but I'll be honest with you, 99 percent of the time it's a form of birth control. You know, it's just really what it boils down to the matter of convenience. And, it, you know, and I feel sorry for the women who have had to uh, who've made that choice and who may be haunted by that choice. It's not to say, you know, that by all means, God still will uh, bring, you know, if they want to accept Jesus Christ for personal Lord and Savior, God will not reject them. God will still love them, uh, even as a Christian. If somebody made that mistake, God still loves them. You know, they they believed a lie that was put out there. So my heart goes out to them. You know, they're not uh, uh, not out there to condemn those who have made a bad choice. Who among us hasn't made a bad choice in life? You know, I, <laughs> I made one after another. It seems like, but it is. Uh, but the thing of it is, when you talk about foreknowledge. Uh, of course, they want to have erroneous theology that uh, God knew who was going to be saved, and that's who he decided to choose in his uh, act of election. That is not true either, all right? God knew where we were formed. He chose us. He, it's not, he didn't have to look out to see who was going to be saved. He knew the ones that he has chosen that, uh, that would come to know him. So we were predestined. We look at those words predestined. It's like having a, a, a plan, a foreplan. If you were going to build something, uh, Mike Kinsley yesterday, he I uh, was blown away uh, by his uh, work uh, on his this drafting paper of uh, this uh, picnic area we're thinking about building at, uh, from the church. Just incredible, you know. But you have those plans uh, like that, or an architect, if you will, that it shows you exactly what you're supposed to do. Now, many years ago in high school, I took drafting, thought it would be fun. I hated it. <laughs> I was not good at it at all. And, uh, you know, of course, you had to put where a window would be a door would be but you have to it's all weird how it had to come about and uh, of course i didn't really care i was in there to clown around and goof and do so i didn't really have to pay attention but i had a guy in front of me who was super smart and we would have to draw these for exams and i didn't have a clue what i was doing i, I tapped him on the shoulders in front of me the teacher had his back turned and said 
dude, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you help me? And I'm telling you, this guy was so smart. He could turn around and he would draw exactly what needed to be done within seconds and turn back around. That's how I passed that class. <laughs> if that been for him, I would, I would have failed drafting. But you have those plans that you go by in order to make sure the, uh, the building has got the firm foundation and where it needs to be. Well, God predestined us. In the in the fact that uh, to uh, in our salvation and how that's to be accomplished and His will was to be done in those situations, and you know it's a wonderful thing to know that uh, that not only did God choose us, that's what makes our salvation so wonderful, uh, that He didn't only choose us but He predestined us uh, in that area. Now, people may when you come to election, uh, people may say, well, you know, what's the point of of witnessing? If God already knows who's going to be saved, but see, we don't know who the elect are. So that's why we have to uh, go out there and plant the seed. That's why we have to go out there and try to minister. We have to try to witness because salvation is open to all. And, now, and then again, people throw that in my face as well. I said, well, that's, not, that's ridiculous to say that, uh, that you know, he only chose some people, but not everybody's going to accept him. And we see that every day in the rejection of God and rejection of Jesus, rejection of the Bible. And uh, just, it, uh, I see that all the time. Uh, in fact, uh, what was it I, was, I had? Uh, I was reading um, somebody, I can't remember now, but somebody put on there because had written, I wish I could remember the article now, but it's something that they were talking about how it was a fairy tale, this was wrong, and some little jerk wrote underneath it well uh, god's a fairy tale and it's made up and i tell you stuff like it i have to really bite my tongue because i want to go after these turkeys and uh, used to i would but it just got to where you realize after a point in time god's word is clear are you not listed full with a foolish you become like him yourself it just you know you're just uh, you're spinning your wheels you just might as well bang your head against the wall you're not getting anywhere with these, these idiots so you know i just try to uh uh pick and choose when to uh, come back with somebody or not. You know, if, if somebody's out there and they have faulty uh, theology that I feel might mislead somebody, uh, so, uh, then I'll sometimes I'll chime in and say, whoa, 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 now let's, let's make sure we get this in the right context. And I, I, sometimes I'll do that. But um, people have weird ideas. Why? Because the God of this world has blinded them. That's why to the Holy Spirit touches their heart, opens their eyes, they will not understand the things of Christ. That's why people in the world... Look, it's like we've got three heads, and we look at them just the same way. We don't get it. We don't understand it, but they are blinded. And we can't expect blind people to see the light, to see the things that God has revealed to us. But, you know, that's one thing is for sure, our salvation is secure. You know, it's a wonderful thing to know. Not only were we chosen, predestined, but our name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and that cannot be removed. You know, I hit on this a little bit the other day, and uh, it is uh, amazing to me that uh, people out there believe you can lose your salvation. And I just, I don't get that. I don't understand it, uh, that people think that you can do that. Now, again, that uh, we have to, our, our the fruit we bear will be a representation of where we're at with Christ. If somebody claims to be saved, but their lifestyle demonstrates everything and anything to the contrary, begs to wonder, did they really understand it? Did they really accept Jesus Christ in their heart? Because once you have made that change, once you accept Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, you should have a, a brand new way of thinking, a brand, brand new way of looking at life because you're a new creature in Christ Jesus. You, your ways of, 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 of perception and, and talking should all be completely different. And, uh, and, if, and that's a good demonstration of where you're at with the Lord. Now, I don't understand. There's sometimes people may ask themselves, you know, am I uh, really saved? And uh, because, you know, 
you can have times in your life where you're going through some really rough things and you may not be acting the way you think, you know, maybe you shouldn't be. And so you may ask yourself, am I really saved? If I was really saved, would I be saying this? Would I be doing that? Would I be, you know, it's easy to do that, you know. But the fact that you would even question it, it shows that you are saved. Because if you was not, you could care less and just go right in the world and do whatever you wanted to. You know, so God's not up there to get you. He's not out there to, to you know, he's not waiting to say, oh, well, he messed up and waiting for that and take and erase your name. And then you're going to spend eternity in hell. That's not how it works. And so I think we need to get that fallacy out of our heads that God's going to erase our name under the Lamb's Book of Life. Once it's there, it's there, all right? And, uh, and again, there's some people when it comes to talking about uh, our security, our salvation, will even argue that. But, you know, what you could, uh, <laughs> it's like I've seen many times before, people put a fence post on, uh, uh, on uh, Facebook and say, uh, if you're offended by this, go ahead and argue or argue over this post or something like that, you know. And it's true. People argue over anything. It don't matter what you've got or what you put on there. Somebody's got some. Uh, you know, apparently, I don't know if people were just wasn't held as a child, breastfed as a baby. I don't know. <laughs> it's just you, you can't put nothing on there without somebody being a smart aleck. Just like a friend of mine put a thing on there about uh, ETSU winning. And it's amazing how they come back and how they won. And this guy's on there just trashing him, man. And I'm just like, well, you know, I don't get it. I just, I don't, uh, I don't understand why you have to be so negative. If your life that miserable, you have to bring that misery to everybody else around you. I don't get it at all. But, uh, um, Darlene said a few words to someone planting a seed might be what saves that person's soul. Exactly, Darlene. You never know. And, uh, uh how that, how far, you know, like I've said before, you know, sometimes for me as a pastor, it's like, you know, I try to witness somebody, and I don't feel like I'm really getting anywhere. And then next day or two or next week after that, all of a sudden they're praising the, the glories of some other pastor, and, and uh, they got saved. And I'm like, what What did I do wrong? You know, what's happening? But, you know, I've talked to that before. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. What Did I do something wrong? He said, no. He said, it takes somebody to plant the seed. It takes somebody to water the, the seed. And it takes somebody to cultivate it. So, you know, so we don't need to get upset, uh, you know, if somebody we've tried to talk to and then and somebody else leads them to the Lord, like Darling said, we've planted the seed. And it's a, it's a process that God uses certain people, certain ways to bring about his good work. But, you know, when you talk about that foreknowledge, we're talking about that predestination. I know those may be words or election that may be confusing or that you, uh, you know, may not have a full understanding of. And I try hard to explain that and I, hopefully that I, I accomplish that in a way that is uh, beneficial to you. But I, uh, but the thing, when I see those kinds of terms, it's not that I see uh, confusion, but what I see is how precious my salvation is because God chose me. God chose you. And that, to me, makes it that much more special because we were chosen. God wanted me. You know, again, God knows past, present, and future. He knows the sins we're going to commit. He does not like we sin, and, and God's like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that Rusty supports the Georgia football team. You know, that is a heinous sin. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. I, as you all know, I like to aggravate Rusty. But it is, uh, you know, it, it, it's not that we sin and he, God's like, oh, I didn't know that was going to happen. He's God. He knew what was going to happen. But that's a great thing to know that God saved us in spite of ourselves. When we become that new creature in Christ Jesus, those sins, past, present, and future, have been nailed to the cross. And we don't need to let that dominate over our heads and our thinking and pull ourselves down. Once we've asked for forgiveness, it has been forgiven, and we need to move on. That's why that battle continues many times after we've sinned. And to keep beating ourselves up over and over that, uh, you know, well, I messed up, I messed up. And, and yes, we've disappointed God. Yes, we've hurt God. But that's why, praise God, that He uses a new day to start over, to do better. And, and to uh, live a life that is pleasing to God. Learn from that instance. Learn from those mistakes. Learn from those sins and do better the next time. Constantly striving for that mind of Christ, of serving God and uh, being selfless and not selfish. And it takes work. It takes a lot of work. And uh, we have good days where sometimes we're on those mountaintops and it just feels like, oh man, we're just as close to God as we can be. And there's days we're in those valleys where we feel like we're just the farthest from God. But I think sometimes we just put that um, uh, too much pressure on ourselves. We think we have to be here in order for God to accept and love us. When God just wants us, you know, just like a song, just as I am, without one plea, God just wants you just as you are. And, as, and God just wants you to be the best Darlene, just be the best Debbie, to be the best Karen, to be the best Christy, Amy. He wants you to be the best Brandy, the Tracy, Rusty. He wants you, uh, Jennifer, he wants you to be the, all to be the best you that you can be for Jesus Christ. Nothing more, nothing less. Don't compare yourself to other people. Your spiritual walk is your own. And give it to God each and every day. Praise Him that you have been chosen, that you're a part of His elect. And one day we'll get to spend an eternity praising His holy name. And Lord, I don't know about you guys, but I can't wait. Let us have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. And Lord, thank you so much for this time. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, thank you for choosing me. Thank you for choosing those who are watching. Lord, help us every day to uh, endure life's trials. And Lord, give us the strength that we need to endure and to persevere. Let us not uh, get upset, but let us look up and put our hands in the nail-scarred hands and be encouraged. And Lord, strengthen us. And Lord, if there's anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, I do want to pray for the family of Marlene Kellner and Patsy Villani, that you will give them peace and strength during this time of loss. Lord, I do want to continue to pray for Kathleen Helton. I pray for my wife, Brandy, that you continue to bring healing upon her. Lord, I pray that you be with Larry Knight and Dinah and uh, Ginger Hood and Kim Penix. Be with all those who are watching today, Lord, that you watch over, protect, and guide them. Be with our kids, our spouses that are going to and from work today in school, that you watch over, protect, and keep them safe. Lord, we love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. It's always a pleasure to get to get up and do this each and every day. And um, hope everybody has a great day today, a blessed day. It's Monday, and uh, you can make it miserable or you can make it fun. The choice is yours. If you go in with a sour attitude, your day will go too well. You go in with a positive attitude, not talking about positive mental attitude, as Norman Vincent Peale would 
put in uh, what I once taught uh, that is erroneous self-serving new age crap but uh, we can have a positive attitude in the fact that we're going to use this day to serve God I don't care if you're washing dishes use it to serve God if you're sweeping a floor use it to serve God no matter where you're at in this world whether you're the president of the United States if you're a CEO or if you're low man on the totem pole use what you do to the glory of God it's not about a paycheck pleasing the boss or the company it's about pleasing and serving God if you can keep that kind of positive attitude then you'll go far and your day will be much better well my friends hope everybody has a great day today a fantabulous day and remember live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be thanks for watching God bless